Hi, I'm Leslie Ludy, host of the Set Apart Girl podcast, biblical encouragement for women of all ages. Today, I want to talk about staying strong through uncertainty. As a lot of us have felt shaken by the events of the world, I thought it would be so key and so important to look at what the Bible has to say about remaining strong and immovable no matter what is happening around us. Before we dive in, I wanted to let you know that we have some great holiday specials going on at setapartgirl.com from now through December 23rd. It's a great time to register for the 2021 Set Apart Conference because you can get an extra special discount off the early bird price from now through December 23rd. There are also some great other Christ-centered resources for the women in your life at special holiday prices. So go to setapartgirl.com to check those out. Also, I would encourage you to visit us at ellerslie.com, E-L-L-E-R-S-L-I-E.com to learn more about our 2021 discipleship training programs. We have one-week programs and five-week programs available that can really strengthen you in your pursuit of Jesus Christ as we head into 2021. So let's dive into staying strong in uncertainty. Darlene Dibler was a young American missionary to New Guinea, and she found herself swept up in the tidal wave of World War II. She faced widowhood, imprisonment, torture, disease, and even was almost executed as an American spy. And in the midst of going through all of that, she wrote these powerful words. I discovered that when I took my eyes off the circumstances that were overwhelming me, over which I had no control and looked up, my Lord was there. Deep in my heart, he whispered, I'm here. Even when you don't see me, I'm here. Never for a moment are you out of my sight. Nearly all of us in today's world are facing circumstances over which we have no control. Circumstances that threaten to overwhelm and suffocate and crush us. But if we have Jesus, we are not without hope because never for a moment are we out of his sight. That is so beautiful to meditate on. So let's take our eyes off the circumstances that are overwhelming us, the circumstances over which we have no control, and look up. Because as we fix our eyes upon Jesus, we will find everything we need to stand strong, even though the earth be removed and the mountains be cast into the midst of the sea, as it says in Psalm 46 too. To make this shift of focus even more practical for us, I'd like to look at four spiritual keys to remaining strong and immovable in Jesus, even when the world around us feels like it's crumbling to pieces. And the first one is to remember his faithfulness. In the book of Joshua, after God miraculously parted the waters of the Jordan River so that the Israelites could cross over it, he instructed Joshua to build a pile of memorial stones so that future generations would always remember his faithfulness. He said, when your children ask their fathers in time to come, saying, what are these stones? Then you shall let your children know, saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over, that all the peoples of the earth may know the hand of the Lord, that it is mighty, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. That's in Joshua 4, 21 through 24. When we choose to take time to remember the awesome power and faithfulness of our God, we are far less prone to crumble in fear when the winds and the waves begin to beat against us. We can rest in the unchanging reality that our King is the same yesterday, today, and forever, and stand firmly upon the promise that just as He was faithful then, He will be faithful now. 
Here's a great way you can put this principle into practice. You can build your own pile of stones and add to it whenever God shows himself faithful in your life. So start a collection of memorial stones and write scriptures or specific answers to prayer on each one individually. Whenever you are facing an impossible situation, look at your memorial stones and remember all of the ways he has shown himself faithful to you. You can also just choose to keep a notebook or a written record of all the ways in which God has answered specific prayers or demonstrated his faithfulness to you personally. For me, I do this in my journal, and I love to look back on the answers of prayer through the years because it strengthens my faith that God will be faithful in whatever I'm dealing with right now. As you remember how faithful God has been in the past, you'll be reminded that he will be faithful to you again. Even though your challenges now may be different from anything you you faced in the past, remember that our mighty and faithful God never changes. So remember his faithfulness. Secondly, be inspired by heroes of the faith. In Hebrews 11, we see an amazing and inspiring picture of God's heroes of the faith who through faith subdued kingdoms, worked righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, became valiant in battle, turned to flight the armies of the aliens, as it says in Hebrews 11, 33 through 34, and the list goes on and on if you keep reading. Now, it's easy to look at these mighty men and women as superhero believers who had an unusual ability to be courageous under fire. But in the book of James, there's a really interesting statement where he says, Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. That's in James 5.17. So in other words, as Goldburn put it, the same spiritual power that enabled these men and women to become our spiritual heroes is also available to us. And that is truly astounding to think about. During times of crisis, we can find tremendous strength and heavenly inspiration by studying the journeys of the spiritual heroes who have gone before us, not because there is anything special about the people themselves, but because their lives so powerfully demonstrate what is possible when a person commits himself entirely to God. Studying the lives of godly men and women who triumphantly faced incredible difficulty reminds us that the same God who strengthened them can also strengthen us. Take some time to read about the mighty men and women of faith in Hebrews 11, about Nehemiah's quest to rebuild the wall around Jerusalem, about Moses and Joshua and Gideon and David, about the martyr Stephen in the book of Acts, and about the apostles who faced incredible persecution as they spread the gospel around the world. And as you study these lives, remember that the same spiritual power that enabled them to do mighty exploits for God is also available to you. You can take this even further by diving into the many amazing biographies that have been written about Christians throughout the ages who were radically devoted to Christ. Nearly all of the believers who truly made an impact upon this world went through times of incredible difficulty and testing and came through strong and victorious because they relied on the enabling grace and faithfulness of God. Read these inspiring stories and be reminded about the overcoming power that is available to each one of us who are in Christ. 
Some of my favorites are The Hiding Place and Tramp for the Lord by Corey Ten Boom, Evidence Not Seen by Darlene Dibler, If I Perish by Esther on Kim, The Pastor's Wife by Sabina Wormbrandt, God's Smuggler by Brother Andrew, A Chance to Die, The Life and Legacy of Amy Carmichael by Elizabeth Elliot, Gladys Aylward, The Small Woman by Christine Hunter, and Oswald Chambers' Abandoned to God by David McCasland, and there are many others. Another way to stand strong in the midst of uncertainty is to do spiritual math. One of the most important and powerful stories in scripture is found in 2 Kings 6, when Elisha and his servant were surrounded on all sides by the Syrian army. The army intended to capture Elisha and take him to an enemy king who wanted to destroy him. The situation truly appeared hopeless, a great army coming against two unarmed men. Elisha's servant began to panic. It says that when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And his servant said to him, Alas, my master, what shall we do? That's from 2 Kings 6.15. But Elisha didn't panic for a second because he was seeing God's bigger picture. He stood upon the reality that if God is for us, who can stand against us? That's in Romans 8, 31. Elisha had done his heavenly calculating and he knew that he was on the winning side, no matter what mighty forces were trying to destroy him. He gave his servant a short but powerful spiritual math lesson. It says in 2 Kings 6, 16 through 17, So Elisha answered, Do not fear, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. Then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. This is not just a principle that applies to an Old Testament prophet. It's a principle that we as believers in Jesus Christ can build our lives on. Those who are with us are greater than those who are with them. Greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world, as it says in 1 John 4, 4. If God is for us, who can stand against us, as it says in Romans 8, 31. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed and the mountains be cast into the depths of the sea, as it says in Psalm 46, 2. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper, as it says in Isaiah 54, 17. This is our heritage in Christ Jesus. When fear, hopelessness, and impossibility stare us in the face, it's time to do that heavenly spiritual math and recognize that we are on the winning side. Corey Ten Boom often pointed out that when Satan fell from heaven, he only took one third of the angels with him, meaning that the angels outnumbered the demons by a significant margin. Satan may boast loudly about his power, but the power of God is infinitely greater. If we simply do the math and read the end of the story, we will quickly realize that we have no reason to despair. God is for us and God always wins. Another way to Stand strong in the face of uncertainty is to discover the power of worship and prayer. In the Psalms, David often wrote about the extreme persecution and suffering he was going through, while in the very next line, he poured out heartfelt worship to God. There is something so powerful about turning our greatest needs into a time of worship and praise toward our mighty God. 
Worship reminds us of God's sovereignty, faithfulness, mercy, and love. It takes our eyes off the natural realm and helps us see from a heavenly perspective. So during times of struggle, the temptation is always to turn inward and only focus on our own difficulties. But when we deliberately choose to turn upward and fix our eyes upon Jesus, we will find the kind of strength and peace and joy that can only come from heaven. Think about Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. In his greatest struggle, he could have chosen to focus only on himself, but he chose to pour out his heart to his father and find strength for what he was called to do. The Bible says that Jesus being in agony prayed more earnestly. That's in Luke twenty two forty four. Now, is this what you and I do when we're in agony? Do we pour out our hearts to our loving father like Jesus did? It doesn't always feel natural to turn upward in the midst of our struggles, but Jesus set a beautiful example for where our soul's gaze should be focused during our times of greatest need. Stephen in the book of Acts is another great example of this. As an angry mob surrounded him with murderous hatred and picked up stones to brutally kill him, he fixed his gaze upward. Instead of seeing the evil around him, he saw the breathtaking majesty of Jesus who was standing at the right hand of the Father. His focus was so much on the eternal that God's word says his face was like the face of an angel. That's in Acts 6.15. It may feel counterintuitive, but taking time to worship, praise, and adore your king during times of greatest struggle is so powerful. Worship and prayer pulls our focus away from the temporal and fixes our gaze on the eternal. It gives us heavenly perspective. It reminds us what a mighty, faithful, loving, merciful, righteous God we serve. Here are some practical ways you can put this principle into action. Take some time to read through many of the Psalms where David expresses the difficulty that he's going through, followed by heartfelt prayer and worship to God. Make those prayers your own. Course through classic hymns that proclaim heaven's reality with such depth and beauty, and then turn those words into your own heartfelt prayers. Or get outside and focus on the majesty and the beauty of God's handiwork and let it lead you into a time of praise and thanks for all his goodness to you. You can also watch the short film He Is, which is available for download at ellerslie.com. Just click on the media tab. And that video, which is 11 minutes long, will help you meditate on all the amazing names and attributes of God from Genesis to Revelation. As you turn your gaze upward, you will become truly radiant with the strength and joy of Jesus, both inwardly and outwardly, as it says in Psalm 34, 5. Here are a few final thoughts I'd like to share with you. It's true that many of us are currently walking through a time of great struggle, pain, fear, and uncertainty, but let's always remember that never for a moment are we out of his sight. The one who created the heavens and the earth knows the number of hairs on our head and catches our tears in his bottle, as it says in Psalm 56, 8. He will not leave us as orphans, as it says in John 14, 18. He will make all things beautiful in his time, as it says in Ecclesiastes 3, 11. So in today's topsy-turvy world, let's choose to live according to heaven's reality and remember who the real victor is, Jesus Christ. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode. If you'd like to go deeper into these principles, visit us at setapartgirl.com and see the many resources that we have for you there, or go to ellersley.com and learn about how to make Christ the center of every aspect of your life. I pray you have a blessed and Christ-centered week.